Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. Well, hello, everyone. This is Naomi Tucker, and I am looking forward to this episode on the Planners on Purpose podcast because we're going to talk all about burnout. We're going to talk about how to relieve your burnout and talk about some of the causes and also talk about some of the resolutions that we can come to. And I'm looking forward to this episode because I want to have yet another resource in event planners' hands, in event professionals' hands that will be able to help them navigate burnout when it strikes and navigate overwhelm and stress when it strikes. So this is an episode that you don't want to miss, especially if you are going through the high pressures of planning, being on site, traveling all over the place and really becoming deflated, exhausted, lacking empathy for just about anything and really come out of it with not a good sense of accomplishment. If you're in any of those types of situation, you are really fighting emotional exhaustion and you are really fighting being on the cusp of burnout. And and I hate to say it because we do some really darn good work when we're out there in the field and when we're putting on these events, they are amazing, but it does have an impact on us. So I definitely wanted to be able to get into that today. So when we talk about burnout, really burnout is a term that has been coined for more professionals. Burnout specifically impacts people that help people. And as event professionals, we are in a position where we are helping, where we are giving all of the time. Our whole profession is dedicated to ensure that in-person and virtual experiences where people are connecting really go off without a hitch. So we have our clients that we are ensuring that they are supported. But then there's also the whole slew of attendees that attend our events. And when we're at the event, guess what? We're showing attendees the bathroom. We're making sure that they're registered. We're making sure that there's enough chairs in the room. We are making sure that their room is okay. I mean, if there is a cat that snores, we are going to hear about it as event professionals. And that in turn, can really cause a lot of just emotional exhaustion. And it can be a lot of great things, plus a lot of not so good things mixed together. It's just the constant barrage of emotion that is in planning events and managing them and going on site and managing them there and coming off site and even probably managing some of that aftermath is what literally is the main element that emotional exhaustion is the main element in burnout. 
It's no wonder that these helping professions, these professions that we're in, that they're very exhausting because we're just confronted with people in need all of the time, day after day. And this is why, because we are in industries that are in this position, we need to make sure that we are being proactive in taking care of ourselves, preventing the burnout before it happens, and really setting ourselves up so that we are not exasperated by the end of the event. And what this means is it it means that you can plan events, you can travel, and you can do all the things that you really enjoy, but setting yourself up so that you are taken care of is most important because at the end of the day, there are so many things riding on the fact that you are able to prevent burnout and prevent massive amounts of overwhelm and stress in your life. We definitely talked in our last episode about how kindness impacts you and how it can have dramatic effects on your health and your well-being. Well, being in a state of peace and contentedness as you're planning your events also can have that same effect. So we want to make sure that we are not always in that stress state and being more in a different state that is going to allow us to be a little bit healthier. Now, before I go even further, I want to recognize two different things. When we are in a state of dealing with stress, it's important that we recognize that there are two different factors. There is number one, the stress that you're dealing with is dealing with the actual subject at hand that's causing the stress in that particular moment. And then the second thing is really dealing with the stressors to that particular stress. It's important to know that when we're talking about burnout and we're talking about like consistent stress in your life, you have to allow stress to complete the cycle only because it is a cycle. Stress is literally the neurological and physiological shift that happens in your body when you encounter any one of these threats. And so there's a response that occurs in us that helps us cope with these things. And that ends up taking us on, we could say, a complete stress cycle in order to ensure that we are taking care of that stress, managing that stress, and then relieving that stress. However, separate from that particular stress, we want to make sure that we are dealing with the stressors of, let's say, so-called stress. Our body needs to understand that we're safe. It needs to understand that otherwise your body can stay in the state with all of these neural chemicals and hormones, and it never shifts into an actual state of relaxation. So when you do have a situation when you are stressed, we need to actually get our physical selves to a point of safety. And when we get to that point of safety, then we are able to deal with what the stressor is. So let's just say, for example, you have someone that said something absolutely rude to you. And because they said something rude to you, you feel some sort of way about it. You can, number one, escalate it and really get your stress elevated even more to go back and forth, let's say, with this particular person. 
or you can just resolve to deal with the stressor later in which you speak to that person's superior and really alleviate it from happening again. That's a way that you can basically deal with your stress versus your stressors. In a way, it's just allowing your body to kind of feel some type of resolve about it and let it go through that particular cycle. And then dealing with the stressor on the other side to ensure that it doesn't happen again or that it happens in a more minimal way. So that is an example. And I wanted to really talk a little bit about some other ways that even I have been able to help relieve myself of event planner burnout as we are going through the motions and going through busy times like we all are in right now. So first thing is just understand what your priorities are. I know this is super practical, but it it absolutely helps immensely when you do take action of it. And I know that sometimes when we're on site or when we're doing certain things, it seems as though everything is a priority, but it is important to list those down. And it could be when you're on site, you get a whole bunch of things that are thrown at you, have a little notebook, have your cell phone, whatever you do, and write down those things that need to be taken care of. And and in some way, maybe you can order them in a way that you have some type of priority over what needs to happen first, second, and third, and so on. That way, you're not working on something that is happening that evening when it really needs to be prioritized to to the first thing. You are the person that understands what your priorities are as it relates to your event. There are so many different events out there, so many different priorities, but you understand what those are. Making sure that you're ordering those in a way that makes sense for your event and then tackling them one after another is going to be very helpful. Another tip that I use that a lot, which is huge, is to embrace your team. Your teams are there for a reason, and I'm pretty sure you usually have teams on site. If you're like the only one on site, it's probably best that you do have a team because then not all of those things don't fall on you. It's nice to have some additional people there to help you and to support you so you're not running around doing absolutely everything. So embrace your team, get a team, and delegate. When you do have your team, it's so important to have competent team members. And I'm not saying that to be mean, but sometimes the the task that you're having someone do, if it's above their heads, it's not going to be useful for you to actually have that person there, especially if you're looking to get some relief. So if it's not necessarily a training situation where you can invest time and sit down and teach them what you're wanting them to take over, then you really want to make sure that you're getting someone that's competent, that knows what you're trying to do and knows how they can support you so that you can effectively have that relief. And then I would say another tip would be not to dwell on the problems, right? Not to add additional drama. Try to minimize the drama when you're on site because there's already drama. (laughs) You have your clients that could be giving you drama. You have all sorts of other things that could be going on that just presents its own drama. Don't dwell on the problems and making them even larger and talking 
them over with people that have nothing to do with it and that aren't even going to help solution it for you. Usually all that does is make problems even bigger and it becomes a soap opera on site. So we want to make sure that we're minimizing the drama, that we're really focusing on the facts, we're solving for what those problems are, and we're just continuing to solve and then move on. And that usually helps to minimize some of the stresses because you're really taking some of that emotion that you might have about things and putting it aside because sometimes at the end of the day, those emotions, it ends up getting in the way of actually having some action. And I know it's hard because we all are emotional beings and and we want to make sure that we are staying true to our purpose and we're just, you know, very connected to our events. But there is a level of emotion that really ends up being more of an obstacle than it is helpful. So make sure that you know what that balance is and know when to effectively cut it off and continue to keep on moving. Another thing is to, I talked about having your list and prioritizing those things. But if you do have a team on site, have your list ready on what they can actually do. There are so many people that typically are wanting to be helpful while they're on site with you. Help help them help you by putting them to use. (laughs) So if you do have your list, especially if you have those larger events where you have different different areas. Perhaps you have a registration team and there's a shipping team and, you know, there's transportation team, all those things. You can actually have them all organized by the team and then give the appropriate direction to every team and let them handle it, right? Another thing is just always have some sort of interconnection and communication. Communication is key. So having everybody's text numbers, perhaps having yourselves on a WhatsApp so that you can text and make it easy for yourself because maybe you need to actually segment out different threads to be different teams so that there's not just a whole slew of messages and no one know what to actually respond to. So make sure that you have a communication plan before you even get on site so that it is easy and it just makes the process go so much smoother. And the last thing I think that is really, um, actually is a couple things that I think is really helpful to help you to survive event planner burnout is have a BFF or have some type of trusted partner or colleague that you can just be vulnerable with when, when needed. And we talked about vulnerability on these podcasts and it's just really important and it helps you to have trusted people that you can depend on and people hearing you out that are willing to help. And it really is a foundation of a true team. So having just, maybe if it's that just one person that you can confide in, if you really need to you know, get away and just, just talk to this person for a little bit just to keep your sanity. That can be super helpful to just have that person to go to or talk to. So set that up also ahead of time and make sure that you're kind of including that when you have your plans. Also, I would just say that you're working so very hard all of the time, it's important that you take care of yourself. And I'm not just trying to say take some time off because everyone says, oh, take a vacation if you're burned out. That's not always the solution. 
but it's important that you take advantage of the time that you have. So if you are in a really nice area for your event, maybe take another day and enjoy that area or just take some time off after your event before you come back home just to replenish and refresh yourself because those events take a lot out of you. So definitely take some of that time off after you're on site. And then I would just also say, just take note of some of those things that did come up, some of those stressors that did happen and refine it for your next event so that you end up coming out with a better plan in order to help all of those things that possibly came up. So take note of those, refine, tweak it so that when you go into the next event, you are setting yourself up for success. Well, I hope that this helped you understand burnout a bit, but then also gave you some tips on surviving event planner burnout while planning and on site. And I look forward to having you be with me on the next podcast episode. Thank you so much. Stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh